We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Rob Dawson here. I got Jeff Goodman with me. Hell no. John Finch. Are we still on? Kill the 68 till I die. I'm sorry, man. I'm blacked out. Randolph Children. DJ Khaled. You know the big DJ Khaled guy? Hands grow up and in. Goodman needs to be fired all the time. Josh Tasker. You're going to beat people straight up. You know the deal. Drink responsibly tonight. I'll be drinking with you. Terrell McNeil. From the bluest of the blue bloods to the smallest of the mid majors. This is Field of 68. After Dark. All right, welcome into another edition of Field of 68's After Dark. I'm Jeff Goodman, joined by none other than uh, the dynamic duo, Randolph Childress, Doug Gottlieb, both here on a Sunday night. Uh, trust me, we are far more entertaining than watching the NBA All-Star game. Uh, I, I think even RC guarded better than these guys back when he played in the day. Uh, All right, listen, Purdue loses to an interim coach today. Memphis loses, and it's a free fall for Penny Hardaway. We'll discuss his future. What do they do in Bloomington with Mike Woodson? FAU goes down again, and we're going to talk about Rick Pitino. What the hell's going on at St. John's? And we will also talk about who we think will win the SEC, and is Kentucky a threat? to win that league and how good were they yesterday. But let's start out, boys, with the Purdue Boilermakers who suffered their third loss of the year today, and they did it to an interim coach in an Ohio State team that we knew was talented, uh, but they really hadn't done anything for a long time. It cost Chris Holtman his job. How worried are you uh, about Purdue, RC? Because Zach Eady did his thing, probably a few more turnovers than Matt Painter would like. Braden Smith did his thing, but nobody else really did their thing for the Boilermakers. And Fletcher Lawyer has really, really been struggling lately. But what's wrong with this team? And are you concerned? Like, where's your concern meter at with with, with this group right now? Not at all. It's the third loss of the year. We can't sit here and act like the sky's falling. I mean, they, they lost a game on the road. Uh, you know, with an interim coach, I would imagine, you, you know, if you, held a, if you held them up to the light, I guess I bet you they'd be honest and say they took them for granted. And we all know you can't do that on the road. And they try to turn it on late and get back in it, and they, they couldn't win it. But, you know, it's a conference game. Say what you want. The guys played well. Um, I, I'm not I'm not panicking. I'm not overreacting to it. They, I, I thought a team like that should have came out and put them away early. They didn't. And they got what they, they deserved. They came out flat, 
I thought they were a little sloppy in their offense, too. I didn't think they kind of moved quickly, cut quickly. Uh, there wasn't a pop to them, and they paid for it. So I'm not going to overreact to them over the third loss of the year. Like, I, that, let's cut that out. I'm not doing that. Doug? I, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere in between the panic and uh, and where Randolph is. Right? I'm, I'm not, well, Doug, I'm you not don't panicking. Love, you, you don't love Purdue. You, let's face it. You don't love them. You like him a lot. But you never really had him with, and we'll talk about this in a minute, alongside UConn. No, no, I, I think I think UConn, their sneakers squeaking a little different than everybody else's. That, that that's that's how it how it feels, and um, you know that I just their A is as I think better than Purdue's A. There's also like look, you know I know they both have big guys, but Klingon is so much more mobile defensively. It it's a it's a different game. You know, it is. And it's not that at this level with this type of space, Edie's good defensively at the rim, but, like, it's different. And, and like, look, that, that backcourt, I did. I thought Braden Smith was good. Lawyer was not offensively, but they also couldn't guard Bruce Thornton. You know, so, like, let's kind of call it like it is. Bruce Thornton and, and Jameson Battle had a heck of a day. And, um, you know, I, I thought they did some – this is kind of how Ohio State has tried to play. They just hadn't made as many shots. I did their Indiana game on, on the radio, and they were right in that game even though they shot the ball terribly. So, uh, I mean, Roddy Gale still not shooting as well as kind of his reputation. But So it's a little bit about the defensive end. It's a little bit about matchups. But that, again, it's one of those, why don't we buy into Purdue because of the last two years in the postseason. Might be unfair, especially going back two years ago when this it's a very different backcourt. But just last year, it was kind of one of these things. I will also add in, it was flat. Those Sunday games in the morning are just weird. They're just weird, especially in the Schottenstein Center. You know, those big, the, the, that Wisconsin's a little less dull than that place. But, and I thought that Ohio State came out with the juice. I thought that was a, a big difference. And, um, but does it have me panic? No. But I think so many people in college basketball are just sitting there going, like, I, I produce good. What I love about them is how they all accept their roles. Like their role assignment, role acceptance continues to be as good as anyone's. Uh, but there's a little bit of ceiling there in terms of talent where it doesn't feel like there's that same ceiling with Huskies. Yeah, I think they're a different team when Lawyer plays and, and makes shots and is assertive, right? I mean, he's really struggled the last three games. And they got nothing off their bench today. And, and we said this, RC, from the beginning of the season in a way, like, what are they doing with that four-man spot? You know, it, Trey Kaufman ran, obviously gets the bulk of the minutes. You know, in certain matchups, I think that can work. But, again, against a team like Ohio State, if you don't take advantage of it offensively, it's going to hurt you on the defensive end. Um, do, do you feel like, again, they're susceptible, not because of what happened last year in the NCAA tournament so much. Let's say they get through that first round, which I all think, you know, we all think they're going to do. But more, are they susceptible because you don't trust Lawyer? Like, I, I don't trust him because he's inconsistent, frankly. On his best day, he's awesome. And he brings energy and all of that. But right now, I feel like you could trust two guys, maybe two and a half. Lance Jones, you could trust in some instances. But, again, he can get shot happy and take some really, really uh, poor shots. But so the, where, that, where that, are you that, with that, kind of just – I, RC, tell me if you think this is fair. Like, again, what usually happens, like Purdue is the normal 
transformation of basketball players, right? As they, they come in, they get better and better. Baseball. And so the, the difference in a younger player and experienced player is the percentage of games in which is pos- more positive than negative, you know, gets greater and greater, right? And Lawyer's a little bit behind the curve as opposed to Braden Smith, right? Braden Smith has more quality games this year than, than Lawyer has. And He's in better. order for them to be really good, I think both of them have to be really good. I'll say this. I think two of the three have to be really good. I think Lance Jones, I think Lance Jones or Smith or Lawyer, any any two of those three, the combination with Zach Eady has to be good. And then I think they'll then I think produce Purdue. And today, you know, I, I thought Lance Jones, you know, he struggled with his shots. You know, he's three from eleven from the floor. He struggled making shots, and you can't have no one else really did anything offensively. So, you know, I, I thought Do they you still think they got a little bored. RC, do you think they could get – I mean, they're going up against an interim coach and give Jake Diebler a ton of a credit for winning this game. And sometimes you guys know a coaching change happens and you're running the same stuff. It's not like you're doing anything differently. It's just sometimes, again, it's like when a guy gets hurt, right? You just – you play differently. You play a little looser. You play to prove something. Maybe you think you're playing for that interim coach and you're going to get more opportunities or, or, or whatnot. Um, but – you know, is is Purdue? They don't strike me as the type of team to take other teams lightly. But could they have done that on a day like today? Again, they, they're playing with fire lately too. That you know, Minnesota, they're playing in close. Northwestern a couple of weeks ago, they almost lose. They need overtime. Just feels like it's a different team than we saw. That was a buzzsaw in the non-conference. And let's be honest too. That they're, they're getting their, they're getting their best shot. I mean, you're talking about an interim coach coming in there crowds behind him i mean it's just it's just like another shot in the arm for ohio state get a chance to prove themselves guys go out there you saw the emotion of the coach showing you know it was a lot for him trying to win the game i mean i again same thing's going to happen with uconn coming here uconn's not going to go five and oh with their with their remaining schedule so when you talk about there we're not going to win win and it's not if i'd be shocked if uconn goes five and oh so when UConn loses their third game, I'm not going to panic off that either. It's their third game of the freaking year. These two teams have been the most dominant teams all year long. I do agree that UConn is selling. And I think some of that is because I think Purdue, we get bored with how Purdue plays. There's not a lot of guys. It's Zach Eady being completely dominant. And then it's the backcourt. And it's like, which one of those guards are going to play up? Which four man is going to show up and be in a rotation? It's not pretty. It's not sexy. But with UConn, you're getting everybody. You're getting it all. You're getting all the motion. It's just so many moving parts to it. So it's a little bit of a of, of a sexier toy, so to speak, to play with. And uh, they're going to lose uh, a game. Jeff, 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 can you, Jeff? How about how about you get to what people really want? Nobody has more insight than you. Who who's really a candidate at Ohio State? Like, g- give me the who do they really want. <laughs> yeah, I, and we're sitting here talking about Purdue. I, they I, lost I, their third game. Like, well, the hard you're, part. You're you. The hard part of this situation, Doug, here's the difficult part of this. You've got an outgoing AD who right, is right, – he made right. the call on Holtman, but he's not making the call on the hire. The hire is, is Ross. So, so who's making the call? The incoming guy who's, who starts in a few weeks. Well, I'll tell you one person yeah, it's not going to be. It's going to be Bjork Ross, making the call. Yeah, yeah. Bjork. Uh, he came from AM, right? Correct. And before, He will not, he will not before, be bringing Buzz Williams with him. I, I, I can tell yeah. you that much. Got it. <laughs> No, no, did I think I think everybody get it? There's a, there's an inference there. 
<laughs> we can uh, hey cross that one off, Doug. You can cross that one off because uh, we can kill it. Anyway, that, that, see this? Yeah, RC, RC. Like he, he acts like people want his yeah. opinion on basketball. No, we want all the good shit that you got, dude. <laughs> like, you want, you want all that. the. Hey, look, you got to know the spaces, man. Like you this, know is, this is like this. You want to know what's going on behind the scene on this? Right. Yeah. Hey, okay, I'll be sure to give you the Memphis. Right? I'll give you my Memphis name soon. Uh -huh. All right. When 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 we come hold, back hold from on. the next we'll break, I'll give you my my Memphis name. Don't bury the lead. Don't bury the lead. Okay. Okay. Would they would they hire Sean? Would yeah, they 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 are absolutely listen, according to, to, to my sources, they are absolutely vetting Sean Miller. Absolutely I mean that's a name. I mean thousand does not get you a starter now. <laughs> he was in no, basketball purgatory because of a hundred uh -huh. right. he was in basketball right. purgatory because of a hundred grand. Like that's chump change now. Right. 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 Crazy. No, no, Sean Miller's High atop the list. He's high atop why do the I list hear, right now. Why do I hear McDermott a lot? Because he, he he turned it down last time. He turned it down right before Holtman got it. I remember talking to him, putting it out there. A lot of people didn't think that was accurate. Now, again, we, we all know right now McDermott's relationship with, with the current AD is not what it was with the former AD, Bruce Rasmussen. They were boys. So could McDermott be on the move? Absolutely. A lot of people had pegged him to be the ne next coach at Arizona State. Okay, well, because he's got two houses out in Arizona. He loves golfing. Uh, but again, if he's got a chance to go to Ohio State potentially and have a chance to maybe win a national title, it's a little different than it was last time. Because again, like I said, so close with Rasmussen, who recently retired. Um, so it's a little bit different now. Creighton, he's going to lose all these guys as well. Now, the key is going to be NIL. For anybody coming to Ohio State, they don't have a great, great NIL package like you would think, you know, because you think with their football team, they should have an elite NIL package. They do not yet, but the next coach to come in will have that type of leverage. You're, you're, only, you're, only, you're only going there. You're only going after those coaches if you have several boosters in your back pocket saying, we'll take care of the salary and we're going to take care of it. Because that's, by the way, that's the new facilities. That's that's the gonna be interesting part about Arizona State is they need a new facility or need that facility redone, but the facilities don't really get you anything anymore. You know, they, they get maybe some fans in, but they don't I get you, it, they don't get you players. I said it yesterday. So I said it yesterday at Auburn. I went in the locker rooms and everything and, and I've been there about five, six years ago, but I went through all of it and you know what I said? Because they were showing it to Norlander who was there too and he hadn't been there. So I walked through with him and I said, like it looks like every other place now. They all look the same to me. They all look the same. All the locker rooms, all the 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 you know the film rooms. Maybe the practice facility might be a little bit different, but they're all basically yeah. Texas Tech might be a little bit better than everything else right now, but but they're all the same. No, all but, right. no. But the, all right. The, while the, we're on that topic, is, wait, 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 yes. Doug. While we're on that topic, let, let's go with Ohio State. You are Ross Bjork. You just took over. You can hire one guy. You can hire one guy that's doable. Like not. Let's not pick Jay Wright here coming back. Who are you picking? Billy Donovan. He's not. You can't. You can't pick Billy Donovan. He's employed. Why? Okay. He's not going to be. He's not going to be employed by the end of the year. Hey, Arturis. Arturis, I'm stepping down right now to go take Ohio. Yeah. No, no, it's not going to. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. Why not? It's not going well in Chicago. 
He's not going to be fired until it's too late. Okay, so I, okay, circle circle back to me. Go go to RC. Circle back to me. RC, who would you hire? I, I would go after a, form, a head coach or somewhere else. I, I think it's certain jobs. I mean, even you know, um, I would try to go after Abdul Rahim at at South Florida. Amir Abdul Rahim. Too soon. Too soon. Yep. Too soon for me. Too soon for what? I mean, he's done a great job, but I'm not sure. No. Too, well, hold on. Too soon for what? Because I'll say this. I, I'll say this. We throw no. out names. I, I'll say we throw out names, and we, we'll say stuff I like have no, Sean. I, have no, I, I got, I got Go no problem with that. I mean, I, I mean, I listen. I think Amir, obviously, is he, he would have been a great guy at Georgia. You know, obviously, right. super connected in the South. Or, you know, they end up hiring Damon at Georgia Tech. He might have been a, probably a better fit. Um, at Georgia Tech, and I like, I like, I actually like the Damon hire. Um, but I'm, I like, what does it take to win now, Jeff? Okay, and every and I, job is very, I, very different. Well, it does, but you have you to want, generate. Look how quickly he generate, flipped South Florida. Done a great job, incredible job. I just would yes. go with a Midwest guy. I would try to go with a Midwest guy there, and I know it's not end all be all. What is that? Anymore. What is that? Like, what is? I, what does that mean? Like. Why? If if you got money now, I think it's different now with money. I mean, Jim, was Jim O'Brien yeah, a Midwest guy? He seemed to work there. I just think you're taking a guy that hasn't proven it yet, like at the highest level, it's, it's, and it, he's it, not it, from the Midwest. It's it, it's it's fair. It's fair. I I love like McDermott just because they play a fun wide open style. McDermott plays a fun wide open style. I would go teams Sean don't play that way enough, especially in that league. That league is half court, man to man. Big guy inside, smash mouth, and that's why they struggle to win out of that league. So, I mean, Dusty's obviously an easy choice if you can get him, but I don't know if you're going to be able to get Dusty. Agreed. All right. Coming up next, we are going to talk about Memphis's slide. A year ago, Randolph said that Memphis was the guy. Uh, Penny was the guy for Memphis. Does he still feel that way? Next. What's going on, guys? Before we get back to the show, I need to let you all know about the Field of 68 Daily, an all-encompassing college basketball newsletter that arrives in your inbox, you guessed it, daily. For less than a dollar a week, you'll wake up every morning to more than 1,500 words detailing everything that you need to know to stay up to date on the world of college basketball. From the notable mid-major upsets to the stars that are out injured to the breakout performances that only our team of college basketball junkies watched the daily is edited and produced by mike miller who spent more than two decades running nbc's digital written content and is subscribed by more than half of the division one coaching staffs the biggest names in college basketball media and the agents that work as power brokers in the sport for just 50 dollars for the year you get access to the same information that the insiders get and before we get you back to your regularly scheduled Field of 68 content, let me tell you guys about the Field of 68 merch store. Head over to fieldof68.shop for officially branded Field of 68 apparel. Whether you're supporting your favorite team in the student section or from the couch, there is no better way to gear up than the latest from the Field of 68. The best thing I can say about our merch is the quality of the product. Anyone that has ever worn a t-shirt knows how frustrating it is when the neck gets all stretched out and the bottom of the shirt starts looking like the bottom of bell-bottom jeans. And there's nothing worse than a hoodie that loses its snugness that makes it such a perfect way to stay warm during the cold winter weather. Whether you're shopping for yourself or for the college basketball fan in your life, everything you need is at the Field of 68.shop.
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, welcome back. Field of 68 After Dark. Sunday evening. I'm Jeff Goodman here with Randolph Dyke Gottlieb. And all right, RC, it is a time, my man. It is a time you have to face the music because uh, the Memphis Tigers and Penny Hardaway, who you backed um, so uh, beautifully a year ago, have mm-hmm. started to absolutely bottom out. I mean, think about this. One month ago today, one month ago today, they were ranked number 10 in the country. They have lost six of nine since. They lost to SMU today by almost 30 points on the road. Uh, they've dropped games to uh, one non-tournament you know tournament team after another. They're sixth right now in the AAC, RC. Sixth in the, in the AAC. I, Penny Hardaway's got one NCAA tournament win to his resume. This is year six. I say mm-hmm. it's time. I say it is time. Now, again, you know where I stand with these former NBA guys. I say it is time to cut the cord with the most beloved figure in Memphis Tigers history who did a good job getting them back to respectability. Now it is time to hire somebody that can take them to the next level. And I still think it's crazy. It's it's you may say it's one tournament win, but they've been to the tournament the last two years. Um, I, I don't I don't see any if if that's the standard, then. Then we got we need to go down each power six conference and look at resumes and start saying coaches need to get out of there. So, could, are you asking? You telling me you want more postseason success? I won't argue that. But when we're talking about this climate of change and everything else, even though Memphis does have NIL money, they do have that. But the way he's choosing to do it, there's a lot of programs that are struggling to make that transition. So that'll trade and take what Penny's done so far. This year, I got I can't defend it. They they've imploded. I mean, the way they look right now, Jeff, they, they gave up 106 points today. I, I've said it all year long. I mean, the last couple of games, they're not defending the way they were when I saw them early in the year. And I don't know what's going on on that side of the ball. Um, 
and, and, and if they're giving up 106, man, I, I can't defend it. I, I just, I'm, but I, I will defend him in saying that I don't think he should be gone. I don't think it's anything like that. But the way that team's defending now, they're washing their turn. They've washed their tournament hopes down the drain, and they, they're heading, they're heading south fast. Uh, I'll, can, right, we, can we start? Well, hold on. I'll line up. I'll, I'll talk Penny in a second. But can we start? Give like just a little bit of love to Rob Lanier. Um, they got this thing rolling right now. Rolling. Uh, I think that's their sixth win in a row. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and again, uh, not always against top of the league, but they beat North Texas and they just, you know, smoked Memphis. And they do have good NIL, but they're also trying to get ready for the ACC. And they have, uh, you know, I, I, I think when they got in there, I'm sure Rob and those guys like, man, are we going to get the support? We're going into, you know, a big boy league that's different. And, again, I just want to make sure to give that, that crew their due because they're doing a hell of a job. And they've done the opposite of Memphis, right? They've turned it and things are going downhill. And, and to your point, um, Jeff, okay, here's why I will agree with you. We can say this is about the new world order, okay? And, but for them, it's never been about NIL. They've had plenty of money, right? Most people think they were doing the NIL before FedEx NIL money. was legal. FedEx money, right. baby. Okay? okay. Secondly, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no sympathy for Memphis, okay? What they did to Tubby was wrong. Okay, go back and actually look at what he did at Minnesota, what he did at Texas Tech. And he's too good a man to be have treated that way and get undercut. Yeah. Okay? So I, I have no sympathy for their failures. But I also think that part of it is like this is a per- your statement is really the feelings of Memphis fans, right? You're acting right now kind of like a fanboy, whereas Randolph is pointing out like it's ridiculous. But that's Memphis. Memphis thinks all of the players that were born in the city limits are better than everybody else's, that they are somehow tougher than everybody else's, that they you know that they've solved cured cancer, and that because John Calipari could do it. Right. Anyone can, in fact, do it. And that's unacceptable. So ridiculous expectations for a program in a league that people are vacating. Now, they should. They should be much better because they have more they resources run the league. than a lot of the teams. They should be in the running league. the league. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. The sixth. But I don't think, again, this is the, the, this is the deal you did with the devil. If you bring in Mr. Memphis and Mr. Memphis State, Okay? You're going to have to give him more rope than you are anybody else. That's just the reality of it. You know what? Because well, this well, is I, what I, I, get, I get the arrogance of the like expectations. I get the arrogance in the expectations, but let's not act like he hasn't had some success in being. I mean, like, like again, I go back to the Ohio no, State no, argument. Saying, we can't no, no, argue that we talk about right. national championship. I'm, no, no, no. I, I want you to make sure. I'm not saying the arrogance of Penny. There's a little bit of arrogance there, but that's not it. I'm saying the arrogance of Memphis fans and the expectations, right? Like, I got you. This stuff isn't easy. I got you. Like, they lost. Which which game did they lose in the tournament that they very easily should have won? Was that last year or the year before? FAU. FAU. Had the game won. Okay? And FAU goes on to the Final Four. Now, I know when you lose to a team, it doesn't somehow validate you, you know, because they go to a Final Four. There's a lot of other stuff. Okay? But the truth is, like, you know, it's one play here. And they end up beating FAU, and it's a completely different narrative. So I'm more with Randolph. It's bad, but just down the road, Arkansas is a dumpster fire, and they've been better in the tournament the last two years. So we've seen some of these implosions with some of these high-paid teams. I point out, you see Santa Barbara got a win yesterday. I point that out. They they have the best and most fun. Like Pasternak's done an amazing job with that roster, 
but there's something going on there where they're not dominating that league. So there are teams like this in just about every league. That you're like, man, if you looked at the salaries there, they should be better than like, the like Miami. Miami's a team like that. High sure. NIL money. Sure. You know, and and great but, but, postseason but, success but last They went to a year. Final Four in Elite Eight. They went to a Final Four in Elite Eight. So he can True. have a mulligan. He earned a mulligan. Musselman earned a mulligan. They've been to Elite Eights. Penny Hardaway has one tournament win, and they're not going to go to the tournament this year. To me, again, next year is the year. Next year is the year. You can flip it quickly. You can flip it quickly with NIL. So now, and again, you brought in Slick Rick, and he brought you talent. But it's been like Jordan Brown leaves the team, comes back, they bring Nick that, that, that is It's like an that NBA is, team. That's, that's, that's the problem, okay? I mean, like, look, I understand you can flip it, and every league is different, every, every kind of flip is different, but it's really, really hard because you're, you know, you're take, especially last year, you're t- it's a lot of those guys you took and somebody didn't want for a reason. Because remember, the two-time transfers, people thought when they took them, they weren't going to be able to play, right? All he's those, gotta fight like, the rumor. He's he's gotta fight the rumor of the prisoners are running the asylum. Because that's the rumor yeah. of, the, of his program. And that's what he's gotta fight. He's gotta fix that. Well, that's and listen, and that that and and Jeff, here's a real thing. That's gonna be a problem at all of these places that are paying all this money. Because what's an assistant coach gonna say when the player makes more than him? It's pretty tough. Well, that's already right? happening. The problem is when I, you're that's paying what I'm this saying. kind of money and you're not I'm winning. Saying. You're not going to the I'm tournament. Right. I'm saying that's an right. issue with a lot of these programs that were like, why are they not? It's chemistry. It's all of this other stuff not having to do with basketball. And then, again, here's what I would – this is the only part that I will side with you, Jeff, is, like, that's the real coaching stuff to it. Like, there's not a ton – like, you don't coach nearly as high a percentage. But by now, if you haven't gotten them their roles, if you haven't created a culture and you're not playing better – well, now it's on you. Now it has nothing to do with the NIL. Or it should. Yeah, well, let, let me read a couple quick. Before we get to FAU, I just want to read a couple uh, some uh, clips from, from Penny Hardaway earlier uh, today after the loss. A lot of these kids haven't won. They said they wanted to come here and get to the NCAA tournament, but because they haven't won, maybe they're resorting back. We don't do this at Memphis. We don't go out like this. All right, FAU, the other team, that was supposed to run the AAC. And again, we'll give Amir Abdul-Rahim a ton of praise because he deserves it for what he's done. They're in first place in this league. Charlotte's actually in second place. And then you've got FAU. FAU loses another one today. And when do we start to really get concerned or are they just looking forward, RC, and have they been all year? Despite what they've been saying, right? Which is, hey, we know we gotta get better. We know it's a long season. Have they just been kind of fast-forwarding to, hey, get to the tournament, and that's when we made magic last year? I don't know where – you know I've been big on them, and I've been big on them all year long, but I can't – they're going to fall out of the top 25 as they should. They've been hanging in the last couple weeks, and we've talked about they should drop. They're not going to win this league this year, and that should have been a motivating thing that I thought they would turn it around and hit the switch. They haven't done that. And they're another team giving up way too many points. They're not defending at the, at the level that they, they did a year ago. I know they got hot at the right time, 
But this team seems to, like I said, they hit the switch on the wall too much for me. They they play like, you know what, we're bored. They play like an NBA veteran team that's bored with the regular season. And the problem with that is you don't get a series. You don't get to drop a game. You got six games you got to win. And if you don't, you're going home. There's no best of five or best of seven. And and this team just concerned. They're not playing with the same level of desperation. Uh, Elijah Martin doesn't look the same. You know, they team, they're just not playing the same way they played in years past. And they're literally playing like a team that knows, like, hey, we're better than you guys and we can go turn it on. And then they get in matches like this, and they're not. But how and many times? Just, how many yeah, times no, is it going to take our city? I don't six. I, they're out of it. Yeah. Six, six, six apparently is the answer so far. Listen, let's yeah. also, again, like, I think RC said this about Purdue, and the same is true with FAU. They had a record-setting crowd at the Odom, right? It's like 10,000 and change there. So first, yeah. again, this is the Amir thing. Like, he's impossible not to like. He just got great, great, focused, positive, cool kind of energy about him. And then his, his team's playing well. And, and then it's Florida Atlantic is as heavy as the head that wears a crown. Like, you're getting everybody's best. You're come back completely yeah. different. Florida Atlantic yeah. comes to your town last year. You're like, oh, I heard they're pretty good. Maybe I'll check them out. Maybe I won't. Now they come there, a Final Four team with the number next to their name, you know? And it's, it's, it's still kind of a thing. So, yeah, this is why it's hard to run it back. It really is. All right, next up. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about Rick Patino, the Hall of Famer. St. John's lose again. They're 2-8 and eight in the last 10 games. And he said today after the game, this is the most unenjoyable experience of his entire life. I thought parenting <laughs> Richard Patino would take precedent over that. But uh, next up, Field of 68 after dark. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and we'll have special offers for the listeners and the viewers of the Field of 68 as we all get ready for the best month of the year, March Madness. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, you can use the bonus code FIELD150 and you will get $150 in free bets on your first wager with BetMGM regardless of whether or not you win that first bet. Here's the best part. All you need to do is deposit and bet $5 of your hard-earned money. This is how you make it work. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using the bonus code FIELD150. That's FIELD150. Deposit at least $5 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $150 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your bet. Just make sure you use that bonus code FIELD150 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available in one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient when I have to go cover games in Philly or New York, which happens quite a bit. When you cross state borders, you just log into your existing account and fire away. You don't have to create a new account in each state. It's easy, it's simple, and it's clean. And most importantly, we have some fun stuff coming up for the conference tournaments and for the NCAA tournament. Bet insurance tokens college hoops odds boost and my personal favorite a nice little parlay boost here and there so download the bet mgm app and sign up today all right welcome back field of 68 after dark jeff goodman here with randolph childress doug gottlieb 
were presented by BetMGM, our partners. And uh, one guy who's not very happy today is one Rick Pitino. Uh, St. John's loses at home to Seton Hall in kind of a, a must-have game for the Johnnies. They're now 2-8 and eight in their last 10. And the Hall of Famer Rick Pitino, listen, I mean, he said afterwards, this is the most unenjoyable experience of my entire lifetime. This is a guy who has, again, gone through a lot. I mean, for him to say that with everything he's gone through, Doug. Now, again, Rick is the king of of making these hyperbole? crazy statements. Yeah, the well, king. Hyperbole. I mean, there's hyperbole. Thank you, thank you. That's what I was looking for. Um, what the hell's going on there? And like, is Rick Pitino? Because I had him preseason top twenty-five because he's Rick Pitino, and he brought in a lot of transfers. But he went to the, the well in the Ivy League too 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 many times. Number one, no, 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 no. Listen, l- l- listen, okay. Jordan Dingle was the leading scorer for Penn. They were happy to see yeah. him go. Okay, right. right. They were happy to see him go. Um, uh, Chris Ludlam, Ludlam was the leading scorer at Harvard. Solid. Yeah, they were happy to see him go. Uh, the coaches weren't, but the the other players were. Okay, so again. Some of it is when you're trying to flip a program and you don't have a lot of time to make a decision, right? It's a small window of time that, and you're, you know, you're trying to decide on things and you're replacing 13 guys, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you haven't been in the college game because that's, well, a, that's a big thing. Or if you've been in the college game, you haven't been in the high major college. Right. I mean, I, I meant that you haven't been in the college game at the yeah. high major level. So, one mistake, and and look, some people can get away with it. Danny Sprinkles got away with taking two of his players from Montana State and Utah State. Sure. Now his leading score here's a, here's a, here's the difference. His leading score went to West Virginia, and I know there's other issues at West Virginia, but he's not he's not a a Big Twelve caliber player. So, one, if you leave your school and you take players that you value from your level, sometimes you don't you don't understand like that's a higher level of basketball, and they're not playing that higher level. For a reason. So that's a bunch of their guys. You mentioned Dingle, Ludlam, the lower level as well. So I think that's a portion of it. I think they have some personality stuff. And again, it's a good, it's a damn good league. Everybody, like if Sean Miller can't win consistently this year, it's hard for anybody because that guy is a great basketball coach. It's a hard league. So I think there's a multitude of factors. Do I think Rick eventually will figure it out? Yeah. What he's going to do? He's going to get rid of all these guys except for one or two. You know, Brady Dunlap. Isn't that, isn't that what he did, made. though? Isn't that what he did? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, he cleaned up the roster and brought in all these guys, and then it didn't work. So who's to say that it's going to work? I, I get it. Not, that. That, that, we automatically that's, assuming that because it's Rick Pitino, it's one of those we like, hey, because it's Rick and because it's New York, we're like, this was going to work. Everybody, Everybody just – validating and stamp this and was like, there's no way Rick's going to figure it out. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And this team, just like Memphis is going the other direction and they're going fast. And the metrics love them. And I'm wondering when I look at it, when you take all the shine away and you look at them, I'm thinking who have they beaten and why does the metrics love them so much? And then now people are just discussing that they're kind of playing their way out of the tournament. I'm like playing their way out of it. Like, are you kidding me? Like even the day to sit there and say that they, what they're fourteen and eleven right, was St. Right. John and the Maui and I didn't miss it was that not like that non conference schedule something that I didn't see 
Like what? Yeah. What? What are we talking about here? No, they haven't been. I, I haven't. I didn't buy into them during the shortest period of time when they were playing well. Remember, they they beat, um, they they beat essentially the bottom of the league, early. Yes. And you know, but I'm even right, talking they about beat, they, they, beat, they beat Xavier, they beat Butler, they beat Nova, they beat Providence. Right? That's the bottom of the league. But we looked at them like, man, that's awesome. Then they played the good teams in the league. Like, hold on a second, you know. And the the, the loss to Creighton really started like that's a one point loss. Could have gone either way on the road. But then it just kind of snowballed. And that's that's the issue when you don't have culture. Okay, that's the issue when you have players that, as Rick said, have never won before. Because then when you lose and the sky is falling, you don't handle adversity well. Right? You but just, then we got to say the same thing. That then it falls on whose shoulder? No question. Rick Patino. Rick Patino. The, the difference, okay. Randolph, the difference, Randolph, is he's got from Boston U to Providence to Kentucky, to Louisville, to even the New York Knicks, okay? It's proof that, like, it, it's worked before. Okay? He can coach. No, no, no. He can Listen, coach. he's one of the best ever. I'm not I'm not questioning that. But the he's also, one of, he's also one of the guys that if I had my money, I would have taken all my money and said, NIL and money and the transition with Rick Pitino? No question. Oh, this is going to work instantly. Here, here's nope, no wait, wait. Let me let me jump in on this. Let me jump in on this real quick. I think part of the problem was as Doug started this conversation with, they had to make quick decisions. Rick Pitino hasn't been in that world for a while. Steve Massiello had been in that world for years, and then was at Manhattan for the longest time, and then Iona. He hadn't been in that world, so you're trying to get information on some of these guys that, frankly, you don't know a lot about. And you you've got to do it. It's a different world right now. So I so, think so. I'll, I'll tell again, you. You're rolling I, the I've dice. Been around, I was around. I don't know if you guys were. I know. I know Jeff. You go to these games. Like you'll see this. I, I was around four staffs just yesterday: Oklahoma, BYU, Oklahoma State, and Kansas. Okay, all of them have somebody or several somebodies. Okay, watching every other game, not just synergy. To. Watching every other game. Right. Because they're sitting there going, <clears throat> I like him, I like him, I don't like him, I like him. How much is that going to cost? Be prepared. And you better be prepared. Correct. I don't, I don't know if if, if, you, I don't, if you're not doing that, you should be fired because you're incompetent. Like if I, you're not doing I, it right I now, but, but, you should be What we're saying is, what we're saying is, okay, it looks like their game plan. And it was interesting. You get 13 guys, okay. So you have to kind of figure out like juggling numbers and you know how do we put things together and it's pretty obvious they made some decisions that I didn't necessarily agree with right? with some of the guys in terms of reputation wise, but you think, okay, Rick can figure it out. Sometimes he can't, you know? And so they'll start over. It's the same thing with Musselman, right? Like Musselman has figured out this puzzle the last two years, right? And then this year it's got a bad mix and they stink and they stink and they stink. So, you're not I think wrong. He had more transfers, though. I thought Musselman did it more in the portal. He had high school talent mixed in with this, some of his guys before. And I thought this he year he went all portal, like Memphis, like St. John, and it's it's hard. I always say this. No, it's listen, hard the build. best way to build. You can't, I always I use this analogy. I think, I think it's difficult to furnish your house you from the thrift store. If you shopping at the thrift store, you can find you some gems in there, but it's hard as hell to furnish your whole you damn house from the thrift store. You got to mix. You need a mix. 
You got to mix. You got, all right, let's well, we move also, on. Like, we got to get had, Kentucky. Hold on, hold on. They also hey, hey. had A.J. Store. He was there. Right, right. He ran right? him out. They he ran him. him out. But what, what happened is, right. like, they just cleaned house. Everything is bad, right? They just right. went and tried to start over. And so I, it, it, we should do a whole pod on this at some point because it's fascinating. You know, the, yeah. you have to have a certain – you got to flip it, but you also have to build guys, like a culture of guys that you're going to keep. Because retention, I think, is the biggest key. You know, yes, UConn is added from the portal, but they've retained some of their guys. Purdue, like, what's their secret? They add one guy a year, but they retain guys. With, you know, I know Wisconsin's struggling now, okay, but they, they were so much better. They retain guys, and then they add in a new store. It's kind of worked out. And it doesn't work out everywhere. I think Texas has done a good job of retaining their talent, and they added some pieces. It hasn't been as successful. But I do think that retention becomes the new, the new word of choice. It's all these guys – and it's going to be hard if you're a player, right? Do I put my name in the portal when they're going? Or is this the most I'm going to be offered? Do I actually want to move? So it's it's going to be a really interesting offseason. All right, you know what else is fascinating? The Kentucky Wildcats yesterday because they finally decided to play some defense. I think we had all questioned them enough that they said, "The hell with this!" Like we're tired of hearing about this shit that we don't defend, that we can't defend. They went out there into as hostile of a place as atmosphere as there is the jungle at Auburn Neville arena. And they beat the crap out of Auburn for the most part. Auburn never put real game pressure on them, cut it to five at one point, And then, you know, Reeves banged a three and, and the game was pretty much over. Uh, why, why did it take this long RC? And can they keep this thing going at a high level defensively? You know, it was, I even, I'll say this. I thought his press conference afterwards was weird because he acted as if it wasn't warranted. Like, they hadn't defended. So, you hadn't seen it all year. And, yes, we saw what they could be on the defensive end of the floor, but I need to see it again. I mean, we're not 10 games into the season now. We're, we're, we're coming into March now. You're like, you know, can they turn it on now? Is You know, is this – have they finally figured it out? What is it? Let's see it. Let's see it more than one game. That's a big win, and Jeff, you know I picked them. We were joking about this. If Rob was here, I picked that they would go and win. I just thought that they would take a step. They've been hearing about it enough. Sometimes you just get tired of people calling you out, and they and I thought that's the way they played. Like, look, enough of this shit. We're gonna do it, but let's just see if they take enough pride in saying, all right, from this point on, we've shown you what we can do. Let's see if we can hold each other accountable and keep continue the defensive end. I need multiple efforts on this, and I'm not talking about against LSU. I think they get that one easy. Doug? Uh, I mean, the the interesting part is Shepard didn't play particularly well, and I thought DJ Wagner stunk. I thought he was, he was bad. Defensively, but he was good. No, no, defensively, he was good. He was. And, and here's where and, – and that's where I think – I think Cal is – to me, it feels like that's what feels like the messaging, you know, which is like just be a dog down there and, the, and we won't – you know, we're not going to stress about the offense nearly as much. But I also think this is this is a thing. And it's not that Auburn doesn't have heavily recruited players. But as I've said, those are main court guys at Kentucky, right? They're used to everywhere they go on the circuit, everywhere they go in prep, they're the show. So that stuff doesn't rattle them. It kind of gets them going. Like, I've always thought that the games they will struggle the most is, is with the guys who, you know, first round of the tournament, they play a team without names on the back of their shirt. That Those are the games they'll struggle with more than the ones that everybody's heard of, because that just energizes them. Um, we saw that even go back to the Champions Classic, right, where 
they competed their ass off. So I think you got competitive kids there. I really do. I thought Piero was good. Um, obviously, Reeves was very good. But the, the difference was their defense. And some of that defense was helped by Auburn because Auburn gets frustrated. And Auburn's got guys that it's like that chip on their shoulder sometimes is too much. Where they, try, they, they each individually try and, like, win and show themselves instead of just playing together. Um, that and they couldn't make shots. I mean, four of 22 from three. If you're Auburn, you're not winning that way. But, again, some of that shot selection. Some of that's taking it instead of one more. You know, instead of getting the paint touch, they're, they're shooting quickly. So a little bit of it was Auburn. But I thought a lot of it was the competitiveness of Kentucky. Like, they got competitive kids, and he's figured out how to get through to most of them. And Thiero is perfect out there. Like, because he does want to guard. He's big, strong, physical. And to be honest, on Yen down he low. He does, he's not taking a bunch of threes. I don't think he took any threes. Right. Yeah. Like shots. No, he doesn't want to. He, does, he understands his role is not – they need a guy or two on the court that don't need the basketball because the other three do on Yensu – is is much better for them to me than Trey Mitchell. And you can't play those two yeah. together. So play on Yensu 30 minutes. I know Trey Mitchell's gonna be happy. Who gives a shit? Because ultimately you, you're playing a win at this point and to figure out your rotation. The last thing I'll say about this game from being there, Auburn's guards, they just can't really get by anybody anyway. They don't have well, a you don't gear have to get one. They can't shoot. Right. They can't shoot, right. so I don't. I don't have to guard them. I mean, if I if I can stand back, I don't even have to get my hands on you. I get to cushion you. They they can't shoot. Yes. They can't make a shot. They gotta play ninety four feet because they can't make a shot. They get, they got very mediocre guards, very mediocre. And and yeah, Aiden Holloway can't shoot right now. Katie Johnson can't shoot. So ultimately, again, I think it was a great matchup, especially at the time for Kentucky when they got Auburn was perfect because Auburn was coming off that 40-point win against South Carolina. So they're they're thinking, they're hearing how shitty Kentucky is, and they're thinking they're going to go out there and just beat the crap out of them like they did South Carolina. And instead, yeah. again, they don't really have a dude. That's kind of the biggest problem for me. The dude is Jani Broom. They actually didn't get him the ball enough in the post. Let play through and, him but also, but to part, me in part the of that, post. Part of, that is, part of that is he can't score down there against Anjensu. I agree. Yes. And Yinsu, the it. size and the length of Kentucky was like, he wasn't actually but he going like fouls. He had three fouls with yes. about seven minutes left. If you got the fourth yes. on him quickly and they didn't, I, I thought that was one decision that I, I thought Bruce kind of made a mistake on. It's not because nothing else was working. Nothing else was working. So go to him. Try it. You don't have guards that are making it. Your, your perimeter players were garbage yesterday. Absolutely garbage. All right, last thing before we come back and we talk a little bit about Iowa State and Houston, the big game tomorrow. Your pick, Doug, to win the SEC regular season. Right now, Alabama's in first. Tennessee's a game behind them. Who are you, Can Kentucky come out of nowhere and, and pick it up now and win the league? Who's it going to be? Uh, I'm going with Tennessee. Going Tennessee, Tennessee to Tennessee to win league. Just Alabama on the anybody. I, I know you saw them at home on the road. They're a different animal. Give me Tennessee. Yeah, RC. I, I see Tennessee as well. Yeah, I, I'm with they, you guys. They do well. listen. I just think they go ahead. They, they do have to go to Bama. They got to go to South Carolina. Yeah, yeah Kentucky at home, Auburn at home. Like their schedule is backloaded like crazy. So take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, listen. I, they're the most complete team of any of those teams. They're older, 
good guard play, and they got a dude in Dalton Connect that you can give the ball to, and he can just go make a play. All right, next up, Field of 68 after dark. Iowa State at Houston tomorrow night. It's the heavyweight bout. Can the Cyclones go in to the Fertitta Center and win? Next. Big news, guys. I am thrilled to announce that we have partnered with Autograph, a company founded by the GOAT himself, Tom Brady. The Autograph fandom app gives you access to the best college hoops content, fan contests, and exclusive rewards like discounted tickets, all for doing the things that diehard fans like you already do, following your favorite team in the news and listening to podcasts just like this one. When Tom, and yes, I am calling him Tom, we're on a first-name basis these days, co-founded Autograph, he had one mission in mind, change the fan experience for the better. It works like this. You get all of your college hoops content you want in one place. You get articles from your favorite writers, pods from your favorite hosts, contests from your favorite creators, all on the feeds and the sites that you already enjoy. But instead of having to go to all these different places, it all comes to you in one spot, the autograph fandom map. But here's the best part. The more content that you consume, the higher you rank in the app. As you consider the level up in status on the app, you can unlock unique rewards curated exclusively for you. So download the free autograph app in the app store and use the referral code F68, that's F68, or tap in at the link in the description below or in the podcast app of your choosing to start earning points for doing something as normal as listening to this very podcast. It really is that simple. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, welcome back. Field of 68 After Dark. I'm Jeff Goodman here with Randolph Childress, Doug Gottlieb. We are presented by BetMGM. And uh, the big game tomorrow night, boys, Iowa State goes to Houston, and these two teams are atop the Big 12 right now. Who would have thought, right, if I had told you that T.J. Otzelberger's Iowa State team would be fighting and have maybe uh, the inside track? Because if they if they beat Houston tomorrow – I think you can almost give it to them. That, that look at their schedule down the stretch. If, Extremely yeah, yeah. If favorable. If they win at Houston, it's over. right. It's it it's may over. be a wrap. And, and I'm telling you, like TJ's done about as good a job as anybody in the country. I had Lamont Paris as my national coach of the year about a week ago before they got forty pieced uh, at Auburn. Which again, I don't want to say no shame, but 
uh, then you go out and you lose to LSU at home. So I think uh, TJ Otzelberger might be my in the driver's seat right now. Hopefully I don't uh, jinx him like I did Lamont last week. Uh, but nine and a half points, nine and a half points. Uh, Vaulted is an app, guys, that allows you to participate in daily uh, cash prize pools without an entry fee. It's the place for you to store your own predictions forever. By using the Vaulted Challenge feature, you can prove you're smarter than your friends. Go download the Vaulted app. It's spelled V-L-T-E-D to challenge your friends, store your predictions, join daily cash prize pools without an entry fee. Here's my Vaulted Challenge for tonight, Doug. I'm taking Iowa State in the points, and I'm going to load up at nine and a half. Load up. Because this is going to be a grinder. This might be a game in the low 60s. And uh, shoot, one team probably isn't going to get to 60. Uh, I think Iowa State covers, and I think they're right there at the end. They have a chance to win this game. I'm taking Houston, but I'm telling you, this one's going to be close. Uh, this would be a great game. It should be a really good game. Houston covers so much ground defensively. And I know these two teams played, but it was a completely different time of year. And I th- feel like Houston has really figured it out of uh, of late. I mean, you can say the same thing about Iowa State. I agree with you on, on all your points. should be pointed out that, again, in terms of schedules, they don't have to go to Lawrence this year to play the Jayhawks. Um, so it it's a little bit softer schedule than, than some other people, some of their – Road games aren't as difficult, right? Like, I don't think they played at Texas Tech either. They beat Texas Tech at home. Um, so, I don't think they win. I think the number's just about right. I'm not as confident as, are you, as you are, just because I think Houston has really, really kind of changed uh, of late for me. So, I like Houston to win. I think the numbers, say it's, it's somewhere between a six and six and nine-point game. Um, I would, if I want to tease it, want to do the real gambling stuff and tease it, then I definitely feel good about Iowa State. And that doesn't stop me from liking Iowa State. Um, well, I think the story yeah. – uh, we can get to well, – uh, let's get to RC because I, I want to talk a little bit more Big 12 when we got time here. And RC, I don't, I don't no, necessarily I, I, care I about the number here. I, forget about yeah. the number now. Let, let's just talk about the game itself. What does Iowa State have to do to go into the Fertitta Center and, and win this game? How do you beat Houston? I, you got to make shots. I mean, that's, it's, it's as simple as that because they're going to muck the game up. They're going to guard. You know they're going to guard and you got to rebound. But Iowa State guard their ass off too. So I, I think it's going to yep. be a, a, a ugly-ass game. I mean, not, I'll tell a you this. Rock like a rock fight. A rock fight. Say it. Like that, it's going to be a rock fight. I, I, I'd be shocked if anybody – you said 60. I'd be shocked if this game get past the mid-50s at best. Wow. I think, the, I think the really interesting part about this league, okay, because – you know, look, I don't think Kansas wins it, but the win yesterday, you look at their schedule down the stretch, it's going to be – this is going to be close kind of at the end, but they have to go – they still have to go to Houston. They're not, I don't think they're beating Houston at Houston. But Oklahoma's one to me, like they still have a ranked number by their name. I, I called that game yesterday for Compass, and uh, they've lost two in a row. Now, they weren't fully healthy. They didn't have Soares, and they didn't have Hughley, uh, the big guy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but they're not trending the right way. They're just not. They no. probably shouldn't have beaten Oklahoma State. Now they got a week off, and they play Oklahoma State on the road. And Oklahoma State's all, won all three of their game uh, conference games at home. And I, I think the Cowboys should have beat them last time. They go to Iowa State, Houston at home, and that's Kelvin coming back to Norman. And then they finish up Cincinnati at home, um, and they did beat Cincinnati on the road and Texas on the road, like. There's a world out there where OU goes from ranked to seven and eleven 
in the in the Big Twelve, and it's really interesting. A league that we thought, hey, maybe they get nine or ten. How many do they really get? Well, they did their work. They did their work in the in the in the non conference, and I don't even know if they did it, but they did what they needed to do for the for the metrics, right, RC? And that's well, why they they kind of got they they they, they kind of got screwed because and not through no fault of their own, like Iowa, USC, Arkansas, like those should be good wins, and they're just not, you know, yeah. Like the team, yeah. the only team they beat in the non conference that's uh, that's going to make the NCAA tournament is Wisconsin Green Bay. Uh, they beat Providence. Providence has fallen apart because of injury. So this is one of the things with the numbers where I think those wins are really good, even though Iowa hasn't turned out to be an NCAA term team. SC has been a mess. Providence has fallen apart, right? But show me the meat. Right? You're going to look at it like, woof, where's the beef? They're gonna, but they're going to get in. They're going to get in because of the reputation of the league. That's just, that's Probably, just what it is. All right, let's get to our toast of the night, guys, uh, before we wrap this show up. Uh, I'll, I'll start here. It's an easy one for me. Uh, I'll steal probably one of yours. Uh, Jake Diebler, interim head coach at Ohio State. Uh, you get the job. Chris Holtman gets uh, fired a few days ago. Diebler comes in, uh, brother of John Diebler, the former Ohio State uh, shooter, and, and Jake gets a huge win against Purdue, the number two team in the country. So to me, it's an easy one. Jake Diebler, toast of the night for me. RC? RC? For me, it's it's Amir. It's Abdul Rahim. I've said it before. I think the job that he's doing, I think he belongs in a, in a coach of the national coach of the year conversation um, to take them. We didn't expect anything from them. And I think they're going to win this league. Uh, but the, the job that he's done, they're going to win 20 games. They're on the 11-game win streak. Uh, I'm a big fan. That's why I threw his name out there at Ohio State as well. All right, quick, Doug. Uh, mine's to Chris Collins. Chris Collins going and getting a road win in Indiana, right? I mean, that's a gigantic win, and they keep climbing closer and closer towards another NCAA tournament berth. That, that to me, considering Northwestern, the history, even where this program was a year and a half ago, awesome stuff. All right, listen. It's just Indiana, though. Randolph Childress for Doug Gottlieb. For Still Indiana. For Doug and Hughes, I'm Jeff Goodman. Heck of a show, boys. We'll see you tomorrow night here on Field of 68 after dark. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.